Gosh. Yeah, I believe the Earth only has one shape. One shape. It maintains, it maintains its form throughout. Wait, what? Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm discussing the world with a conspiracy theorist. I'm doing this because I'm fascinated with how we make sense of the world. Faith is inevitable. We couldn't possibly have first-hand accounts of everything. We rely on trust in our fellow men and women. Our engineers in building us a house that we can believe is safe. That our aspirations will lead us to a fulfilling life. No matter what you know, you believe in it, or you find something to believe in. One wrong step can sometimes lead to a labyrinth of confusion. How many of us know when we're stuck inside that labyrinth? The labyrinth we are exploring here is truth, and how we find our way through it is our faith that we are being led by good truth. It's easy to judge someone who believes something differently than you do, but the question is always, how did we get here? How did we come to these beliefs? And would you really be any different if you were in their shoes? And so here is a look inside the mind of somebody with different beliefs than you. You need to finish your awakening story. It's 2016, you're a flat earther. Yeah, so what was the next few weeks? The next few weeks, I'm just continuing to research flat Earth, and I've come to the conclusion that there is a conspiracy out there. I was calling it the the Satanic Jewish Freemasonic Secret Training New World Order Agenda. Wow, that's and, a lot of hyphens. Yeah, I mean, I, and. I was thought that this was what Hitler was fighting against, and uh, you know, this is what I've been, been woken up <laughs> from the flat Earth. Wait, if, if Hitler was fighting the a war against Freemason trannies and stuff, a why did he love trying to find secrets of Freemasonry and secret societies, and b why didn't he ever talk about the transsexuals that you're assuming run the world? I thought maybe he didn't even know about the transvestites or, you know, history is written by the Renners too. So we wouldn't get all of uh, Hitler's writings and his knowledge and speeches and all that shit, you know. But maybe wouldn't that he be somewhere in Germany or something? Right, but the Allies could have destroyed all that shit too, right? After they so won the war. So that's your stance? You, you think there were writings about all this and they destroyed it? Oh, Mike's giving me candy. Oh, my God, it's all my favorites. I'm going to need two hands for this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Too much. He, he buys my silence with his candy because he's a criminal. He doesn't want me to go testify against him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Don't worry, Mike. he'll remain anonymous. Anonymous Mike. Thank you, buddy. If you go in tomorrow, though, if you want to bring my blue one in, that'd be awesome. Mike goes and charges at the liquor store. They let him charge uh, his charges there, and he's been taking mine there now, too. So. Nice. Keep, Keeping my power game up, because the libraries are closed. Oh, right. All right, so where were we? What were we talking about? Um, oh, the New World Order agenda. I don't know. I, I, I was 
I was basically thinking that the secret societies, like the reason they were secret is because they had to go underground is because they were trannies and they would have been excommunicated from society. So you're saying you, you went through a sort of psychotic experience? Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to find an exact starting point or anything of it. The thing was is that I was becoming obsessed with the trannies and the only person I was talking to about anything was my friend Michael Pill. And I don't think it's a coincidence his name is Pill. I feel like I took the red pill. And uh, if our audience doesn't know, in The Matrix, Neo is given a choice between the blue pill and the red pill. And uh, the blue pill, he'll wake up back in The Matrix, not know anything's different. The red pill, he will uh, wake up in a new reality and know that his life was a lie. What about your name? I mean, your name is Ryan Casey. Couldn't you just say that you're a head case? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've told you I think my name is a is a code for what I'm supposed to be doing. Which is, what? what's the code? Ryan is Orion the Hunter. Matthew is my middle name. Matthew. I'm, you know, I'm saying, trying to tell people that... That math is ew? Yeah, because heliocentrism is just a mathematical model. It's not actually happening. And my last name is Casey. Case E, the case for E. I'm all about the free energy. I think the Earth is is designed by a brilliant creator. But, and but Casey ends with a Y. Right, but the E, it makes the sound E. <laughs> okay. Well, so, you know, I can actually relate to this, but don't you notice how it's 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 wishful thinking on your end? Like I I actually did the same thing with my name, Joseph Anthony Lorenzetti, no self and hone Lorenzen. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, you're like looking for coincidences and how to become, how to feel special, how to find meaning in life. So I totally relate to that, but I also am able to say, you know what? That's that's just me wishful thinking me wanting to find meaning well after what i went through waking to the flat earth and the fact that no other flat earther has a story like that everyone had flat earth their story is the exact same they all thought it was crazy tried to prove the ball for themselves and couldn't do it i don't know there's something different about me hmm. and then there's there's that picture of me with the freaking moon coming out of my head <laughs> you mean the lim- <laughs> like the light flare because the light was like you, right above you, us or something you can explain it however you want. <laughs> right, and so can you. When you think that that was some kind of angel. There's something there, man. I don't know what the hell that thing is. Maybe it's my demons. Yeah, but maybe it's also just a light flare. Yeah, maybe. Would that topple your whole belief system? No. The hundreds of coincidences I've uh, experienced, the vast knowledge uh, that I've obtained, my demon, all of it <laughs> makes me think... Uh, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. The fact that I'm the one that came out and said that Jesus is the jester, figured out the meaning of the word Lord. What's the uh, meaning of the word Lord? Lord is L, which is Satan. Ord is order. The Satan's great inverter, inverter. So you have to invert Lord to get its true meaning. Backwards it is droll. Droll is a jester. Jesus is the jester. The jester was sacrificed in the age of Pisces. To return in the age of Aquarius. Okay. Where does history fall into play? Like, okay, I'm looking at online etymology dictionary. Uh, Lord comes from mid-13th century. 
Old English, master of a household, ruler, feudal lords, lafford, literally one who guards the loaves. H-L-A-F meant bread or loaf. Weard, W-E-A-R-D, keeper, guardian. I don't see anywhere where droll and L is Satan fits into that. I'm just telling you what I think. And I don't think it was a coincidence that uh, at Bishop Dolahan football camp, my main adversary was a guy named Lord. <laughs> Your main adversary, okay. The guy, I was playing tight end, and he was yeah. a defensive end, so I would go up against him all the time, and he was really, really good, and we had some fucking battles. He was the only kid from. He was the only kid from his school. Then I look back and I'm like, "Well, why the hell was he there? His school like really far away." It was all because I was going to be the one who would later discover the meaning of the word "Lord." <laughs> wow, that is some Christ complex, if I've ever heard it. Well, you know, what if everything does happen for a reason, and it's all part of God's plan? Then, then I'm probably right, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, look, I'll I'll actually play with you on the fact that maybe everything is happening for a reason, but I I can't subscribe that reason to a God who wants it to be that way. And starting to put the words want or he's lying to do it this way, to me that's just you humanizing God. And if if God does actually exist, I think it's more logical that it's it's just this is just the way things are going to play out. And that's why Taoism is so powerful even today. And Buddhism with the middle way and letting things just kind of flow through you rather than being attached to things because you can't really control the world. So, I, you know, I, I can subscribe to some of that. But when you start saying that God wrote this story, it's his story, history... It's clever. The universe is his one verse. It's all him, him, H-Y-M-N. H-Y-M-N, him. Maybe it's all coincidence. I don't know. Well, but maybe coincidence can be useful. I'm totally not opposed to finding... What do you, you can't be eating right now, dude. Hearing this munching and stuff. Nobody wants to listen to that. I love candy. <laughs> My game in the candy. I can't help it. Can you just wait till the podcast is over and you can eat all I'll of try, it? I'll try, I'll try, okay? This is the last piece. Okay, what kind of candy is it anyway? Oh, it's an assortment. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it's not like from the dumpster. He actually bought it or he, did, he, did the 7-Eleven guy give it to him? He bought it. Mike's a decorator. A decorator? What does that mean? He likes to decorate your place with candy? Yeah, he gets lots of food and he just kind of decorates his, his space. But you guys don't have a fridge, so you only buy... What, candy and bread and... Canned goods, soups, uh-huh. Cheetos. I ate one of his Kit Kats earlier. You were talking in the last podcast about veganism being what put you into the right mind space to understand all of this. Where is that now? You, you don't seem like you're a vegan, are you? No. I tried it recently, but uh, I didn't really get good results so i said screw that probably because you're malnourishing yourself i don't know i didn't feel like i you know it's hard to cook the way i wanted to like if i had my old situation where i had my mother's kitchen and i go to nature's best and i'd buy eight dollars worth of food that would feed me for weeks not weeks a week that was incredible i'd make like 50 vegan burgers with eight dollars 
Oh, you know, you could probably just get a little mini fridge and do that now, can't you? I don't have electricity. Oh, right. I guess it makes you go to bed early and wake up with the sun. Um, I mean, I've been getting, yeah, I've been going to bed early and getting up early. I mean, I can appreciate that part of it, I guess. Well, it would be interesting if we just said, you know what, we got to turn off all electricity for one one day out of the year, or out of the month or year or something. Make people go to sleep when it's dark. Wake up when it's light. That would crash the economy. Yeah, it would, right? We've we've created a society that's literally built on the power grid, and that's why I'm on the hunt to present the case for e free energy. And oh, that's why when I got to Vegas, the big message I got was Hunt Ridge, ah. Hunt Rid G E General Electric. Rid G E. Yeah, Hunt Ridge was the name of the company. And that meant what to you? I'm Orion the Hunter. Oh right. I'm trying to find people who are smarter than me that can figure out free energy. Hunt, Rid, GE. Get and, people off the power grid. And that's where you created your blog, hunt to ridge.blogspot.com, right? Hunt to Rid, GE, yeah. Hunt to Rid, GE. Yeah. .blogspot.com. Check it out if you want to read some of Ryan's writings. There's a lot there, a lot more to unpack. Why don't you tell us about the Zodiac? Well, I think the Zodiac affects the zeitgeist. So the story that God's telling is written in the stars. It's written in our biology. It's written of what happens out here. It's all the same stories. So the age that you're in determines what happens out here. And we just live through Pisces. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Pi helped us see the earth as a ball but it was affected by Taurus and that's why I say only the Pisces were Taurus uh, we were torn from our creator and our only hold on, only the Pisces what tore us what what is the pie the pie in the sky pie is rounded well rounded oh so yeah. you're talking about the pie like the number 3.14 pie Right. The pie, the roundness sees what tore us. How, what, how, what does that mean again? To me, the, only the pie sees what tore us. You have to be well-rounded to understand this whole story. Huh. It's, it's like you love being clever. That's the job of the jester. <laughs> Is to be clever? Yeah, to have, be clever and have great wit. You've always had great wit, but... Have you had great sense of what is real and not real is the question here. Well, if the Earth is flat, then I do. If the Earth is a ball flying around through infinite dust, galactic gravitational yo-yo ball, then uh, I guess I don't. I'm, I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? And then all these coincidences that have to me are just, you know, pure happenstance. Then, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm fucked up at figuring things out. Which is okay. I mean, we all go through phases. How do you think it's helped you? Well, it's helped me uh, help others who are in the midst of psychotic spiritual experiences. Help them understand what they're going through. Are you helping them understand, or do they just, is it like a band-aid? You'd have to ask them. Right, but can I? Like, are these people you stay in contact with? Uh, no. I've lost so many phones. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So you don't really know if it's helped them in the long run, maybe just in the short term. Yeah. You know what else helps in the short term? Huh. Drugs. Luckily, you're not an alcoholic, which is probably keeping your brain a bit more intact. Drugs also give the square community an excuse to explain away spiritual experience. Perhaps. But we can't even measure spiritual experience. You and I may both go take mushrooms in the woods, but essentially our experiences are completely separated, which kind of makes you think, you know, using Occam's razor, that that experience is probably coming from inside me, and it's not some external thing that we're experiencing together. Well, all experiences through your own eyes. You can never put on my eyes. I can't put on yours. Right. So I'm saying it, spirituality is a very subjective thing. And it seems like flat earthers are these intensely spiritual people who have externalized their belief onto the world to the point where they've, they've created a new reality that coincides with their strong belief system. Because you, you have a strong belief now that God not only exists, but tells you things every day through coincidences and signs yeah that's a strong belief you know and it's not something that you can prove it's something that you want to believe well uh you did an interview with me where i talked about my demon and immediately upon mentioning him he made some weird sound and <laughs> it didn't prove anything to you <laughs> proved but, <to> me, though. <laughs> but didn't we talk about this daemon like several times that night and then one time it happened to there happened to be a sound in the trees no, both times that he was mentioned no i'm pretty sure Something i'm positive happened. i mentioned him more than those two times no but those you, are the only times that you it. remember you may have mentioned it but i mentioned it i, I, I don't he know. doesn't you, back it, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't call it you know make himself known at your back and Okay, and but I don't know if that's true at all either. When you were I, talking, remember when we were sitting at like Carl's Jr. or Taco Bell, and and you were explaining to me the demon for the first time. He doesn't. He didn't reveal himself in any way then. No. Don't you think that would have been more consider, more significant if he he revealed himself? <clears throat> you weren't more? even filming then. You were filming when you revealed himself that time. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I asked you to like say things again and. Come on, that night was pretty fucking spiritual. There were a lot of coincidences. Uh, I don't know. It was I mean, a pretty good night. I dare you to take a walk and just not say anything and just listen and tell me how long it takes until you hear a sound in the trees. Could it just be that things happen to line up sometimes? Things coincide. Well, like I've said before, proof is in the eye of the beholder. But that's the proof. thing. You're it talking was proof about... For me. When I mentioned the demon, and all of a sudden there was a sound when there had been no sounds at all the entire time you were filming, and then all of a sudden, right. and, it, so, it, it, and it did nothing for you. So, But don't you see like your say, definition of proof here is not... Proof is in the eye of the boulder. Yeah, that's not an objective reality. That's You've created proof to mean subjective reality. Yeah. But the Earth is an object. Gosh. Yeah, I believe the Earth only has one shape. One shape. Maintains, it maintains its form throughout. Wait, what? It doesn't change, like, depending on what we believe. <laughs> but, you know? Well, technically it did, because for a long time you believed the Earth was round, and then suddenly believed the Earth was flat. The Earth never changed. Just your beliefs did. 
Yeah. It's flat, but it's in a bubble that's a sphere. I think that's pretty plausible. <laughs> I just don't... Okay. So we're in this bubble, but then we don't know what's outside the bubble. Why... Like, why is it a bubble? Why isn't it a square? Um, I mean, it could be anything, but to me it seems like the Earth is flat, the sky is curved. What they did is curve the, curve the Earth and square the sky. Is there a square outside of the circle that we're in? Is there a square outside of the circle? No. I mean, the shape of the, the Earth may or may not be just a circular, like a disc, and then the sky most likely a dome shape or it could even be flat up there but we just perceive it as dome and what keeps us from from just floating around in space what keeps us on the ground uh i mean there's different schools of thought about that but <laughs> right so what's um, your school of thought on that the heliocentrists believe that um, mass attracts mass because it's mass, um, and that's creating this force called gravity that's pulling towards the center of a mass. And Newton himself said that idea is absurd, but it was needed for to explain the falling around of planets around the sun. Yeah, uh, but even if he said it was absurd, he used it to explain how bodies in the heaven like how they move and right. we're able he, to use what he was his, doing was just an art form it wasn't really happening but with his calculations we could say okay according if the earth is a ball then we should see this this and this and we do yeah it doesn't mean they actually believe it <sighs> i mean i guess it doesn't but i'm pretty sure they they did not to mention we you know a lot of people believed that the earth was round way before him well that's what we're told so you think everyone thought the Earth was flat until Newton came along? Uh, no, I don't know what I don't know what people believed. I know is uh, people in the 1920s were still being taught the Earth was flat in the U.S. They were being taught. Where do you get that information? Flat Earthers have gone and found old people and asked them what they were taught when they were young. <laughs> Do they though? Like, really? Are these people like even Can reliable source? You you know a reliable source versus an unreliable source, right? There's a difference. An old person. These are just old people. Well, who yeah. Grew, who, who, grew who knows who they are? Though they could be what? senile. You can judge it for yourself. But that's the whole point. You're judging who to believe and creating. What works for you into your belief system? I have to take people as I see them. If they seem like they're being genuine, then I believe them. If they don't seem like they're being genuine, then I don't believe them. Well, well dude, come on. You're, t- you're saying every sci- every NASA astronaut, every scientist you've heard talk, you just you don't think they're being honest? Well, yeah, the astronauts are lying. Yeah, but you you said when you see them. So have you actually watched them talk? You know, there's a good documentary on Netflix with our our favorite Will Smith hosting. There's astronauts on there that are. It's all the whole show is about how astronauts see Earth from space and all the crazy shit that's 
we take for granted. Right. Why? You believe them, but you, you don't try believe watching Russian that. astronauts when they say no, that. No, but I'm not talking about just believing wow, the Russian, that's a whole different thing. These apparent Russian guys that say they were astronauts, that say the Earth is flat, that you have, you're watching it in a different language, so you can't even tell if they're being sarcastic. And there's like two of these videos, like, what? Who knows what's happening? It also could be these deep fake situations, like, and you... And the Earth could also be flat. <laughs> the Earth could also be flat, sure, but you, that's where you have to take in reliable sources. And space agencies are reliable to you. The moon landing is real. Yeah. You know how many people worked on the moon landing project? I don't know. It's ridiculous an idea, though. It's idea ridiculous? That, it's four. It's around 400,000 people. Right. 10,000 different companies made shit for the, for the rocket. That doesn't make any sense at all. How? Well, it, what? Hold on. Ten thousand companies. I don't think it, it was, but I'm sure there's a ton of companies. And in terms of all the people that had not, they weren't all scientists. I'm just talking about everybody. Maybe that even includes janitors that were walking down the halls. I mean, a lot of fucking people worked hard to make it happen. All right. So I would Which love. Doesn't make any sense at all. So why isn't flat earthers? <laughs> tracked them down instead of random old people from the 20s why haven't they tracked these any of those people down and asked them now you think one of them would buck they don't know anything how do you know if you haven't even asked them how would they know anything what do you mean there's there's people like the the woman that they literally made a movie about uh hidden figures like helped figure out some of the the mathematics yeah doesn't mean that she knows that they didn't go or did go. She was just, she was given a problem to solve, a mathematical problem. Yeah. That's what it was. It was a problem to solve, to figure out how to get people into the orbit and to the moon. Our, rock, our rocket's going to be going this fast. The moon is going to be going this fast. The Earth is going to be facing this direction. You have to figure out. No, but remember... With these numbers... No, 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 hold on. You can't account the the four different motions of the the solar system here. It's only the relative motion of the Earth and the Moon. We don't care about the other motions of, like, the solar system moving together and the giant galaxy moving. Those aren't relevant in these math equations. All they need to know is how to get to the Moon. Well, they would be, though, because the Moon does have to speed up to get in front of the Earth. No, the moon doesn't speed up, though. What? It doesn't in our sky, but in your idea, your model of the war, of the universe, the moon would have to speed up to get in front of the Earth as it's going 66,000 miles, 66,600 miles around the sun. I don't see why. Think of the old track drill where you're all running uh, around the track, right? Mm-hmm. In a line, the person in the back has to get to the front. They have to accelerate to get to the front. Do they not? Yeah. Think of the, the line of people is the is the Earth. They're the Moon. They have to accelerate to get in front of the Earth. The that you're talking about, like the rocket accelerates. No, I'm talking about the Moon. <sighs> no, the Moon doesn't accelerate. So obviously, they didn't have to work that into the equation. I dare you to find to. the equations and even make sense of them. So, like, I don't even know what you're saying and why you think 
you somehow have this all figured out. I'm saying that in uh, the reality that you present, in order for the moon to get in front of the sun, the earth as it's moving 66,600 miles per hour, it would have to accelerate to get in front of it and then decelerate to fall behind it and then reaccelerate to get in front of it and then decelerate I to get back in. No, show me something of, on the internet of what you're explaining. Can you do that? Sure. All right. Next time, we're going to figure out how we went to the moon or how we did it in the case for conspiracy. Thanks, Ryan. Hey, this one, you know, <laughs>